is always with me. He is always with me. Through sunshine and rain. He is always with me. When the storms are raging, in the dark night, he holds me by my hand. One day I will see Jesus. 
believe God. I believe. sisters, I greet you in the precious name of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are grateful that also today we can hear the word of God, that all who are joining us online today receive the same blessing. We from Zurich, we wish you all, brothers and sisters all over the world, a blessed New Year 2022, health and much joy. A year has passed, an, an eventful year has passed, and a new year began. We ask ourselves, what brings this new year? Dear brothers, dear sisters, don't fear. The Lord will lead us also through this year. And I thank Him. I thank the Lord that He took us by the hand that he has sown his word into our heart 
so that we have eternal life. We can only thank God, praising Him, that He leads us through this new year. One thing I want to ask from the Lord, Lord, come soon. I would like to read a word from 1 John 5, 1 John chapter 5, from verse 5 to verse 21. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. This is he that came by water and blood, even Jesus Christ, not by water only, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit that beareth witness because the Spirit is truth. And there are three that bear witness, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree in one. If we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater for this is the witness of God, which he has testified of his Son. He that believeth on the Son of God has the witness in himself. He that believeth not God has made him a liar because he believeth not the record that God gave of his Son. And this is the testimony that God has given to us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. He that has the Son has life. And he that has not the Son of God has not life. These things have I written unto you that believe on the name of the Son of God, that ye may know that ye have eternal life, and that ye may believe on the name of the Son of God. And this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He heareth us. And if we know that He hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desired of Him. If any man see his brother sin a sin, which is not unto death, he shall ask, and he shall give him life for them that sin not unto death. There is a sin unto death, 
I do not say that he shall pray for it. All unrighteousness is sin, and there is a sin not unto death. We know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not, but he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that wicked one touches him not. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. And we know that the Son of God is come and has given us an understanding that we may know Him that is true and we are in Him that is true, even in His Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Little children, keep yourselves from idols. Amen. A wonderful word that we read just now. Our God is Jesus Christ. He gives us eternal life. Let us pray. Faithful Lord, Praise and thanks be unto you also for this day. Lord Jesus, anoint the lips of Brother Frank that he can bring us your holy and true word. Open our hearts, Lord Jesus, that the seed can be sown into it that it brings forth fruit. We can only thank you, praising you for all your goodness, for your love, which you showed unto us unto this very day. Faithful Lord, bless all your people. Bless Israel. Bless our beloved brother Frank that he can bring us the true word. Bless especially all ministering brethren and those brothers who translate this sermon today. Bless them. Bless us. And to you be the praise and the thanks in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Thank you very much for this wonderful word of introduction that Brother Keller has read. Unique. One could go into every verse and later on we will come back to it. When we think about how much grace God has given us also here in Zurich 
1969 I preached on every last Sunday of a month here in Zurich well over 600 sermons I preached here in Zurich and now some of them some of these sermons we hear again especially from the 80s over and again and worldwide is a blessing as never before Before we come back to these precious verses from 1 John 5, let me say some things for clarification. I have said that Brother Brenham did his part that I did my part and that all brothers in all languages worldwide have done their part. And from this the misunderstanding came up that now everything came to its end. No, dear brothers and sisters, only at the return of the Lord, everything concerning the church will come to its completion. And until then, we will proclaim the precious revealed Holy Word I simply wanted to have meant that I cannot make any missionary trip anymore due to the overall situation and also the age got hold of me. You can all see it. I got old and weak, but I'm healthy. To the Lord be the thanks. When you have reached the age of 89, then there's only one step to the 90th. And I look back to all these years in which the Lord has led, has given instructions. And today, I briefly want to refer to the ministry of Brother Brenham and then also to the ministry that is taking place now. You all know that since 1949 I have heard of Brother Brenham that I 
And all the other times in which I could be together with Brother Brenham. But because it is a January right now, I would like to point to the following. It was in January 1950 when this photo was made with Brother Brenham with a supernatural light with a pillar of fire above his head. And this photo was sent by the Douglas Studio to Washington so that it is examined if it is authentic. And we, here we have the whole report of Dr. George J. Lacey of the 29th of January 1950. And it's, he, con he examined it and then he had to testify the light was there. Otherwise, the camera could not have taken it. We are grateful to the Lord God for the confirmation of the divine commission of this man of God who had both an evangelistic and a prophetic ministry and to whom was said already in June 1933 out from the same light before a couple of thousands of people. He was told when he was baptizing in the river Ohio as John the Baptist was sent to forerun the first coming of Christ. So you are sent with a message that will forerun the second coming of Christ. To this still the remark that I myself was in Washington that I have seen this photo with my own eyes in Washington D.C. in the Hall of Art and then I held it in my hands. God took care for it. 
that I could be an eye and ear witness of that what God has done in our time. Witnessing it. But now comes the difficult part. All, yes, millions have heard of it that Brother Brenham received a special call, a direct commission to bring the message. But the same man of God received the commission to store in the food the word promised for this time with all the promises to preach it to store it in and that then the time would come in which this message would cover the whole earth and be preached and you all know I've said it many times Brother Brenham was in exactly 15 countries and he preached in exactly 12 countries only evangelistic sermons and he prayed for the sick and after 1963 after the opening of the seals he made only one more trip to South Africa and in his passport was written may only participate in hunting trips but may not participate in Christian meetings. He was before, some years before that, he was in South Africa when most mighty meetings took place there. When, when around a half of a million people came together to hear the word of the Lord and if one reads the report carefully it were the largest and most mighty meetings with so many healings healing miracles which ever took place as, as in no other church service before. And Brother Brenham reports that Sidney Smith, the mayor of Durban, phoned him that he should look out of the window and he should watch the procession, how the crutches and stretchers were put on small trucks and they drove through the city and they were singing the people were singing only believe only believe all things are possible only believe 
But then came this visit, 1965, and with, under tears, he prayed with Brother Sidney Jackson, and in his prayer he said, Faithful Lord, if I cannot be the one who brings to this country the message, then you will take care for that someone will come who will bring your message and preach it here. And now we truly come to the difficult point especially very difficult for me to refer to this now. Firstly, because I spoke many times about it already, and if one has to say time and again, then some will rejoice about it, and the others will be upset And they will say, now he is giving testimony of himself again. Brothers and sisters, I am not here to give testimony of myself, but of the Lord and of that what our Redeemer has done by His grace. And so that all, worldwide, especially all ministering brethren, once for all know what the Lord determined for this phase. Therefore, We will read the word from Matthew 24, the verses 45 to 47. We will read them just now. And I really want to say to it, I have neither known that such a text is written nor I knew what would be contained in it. But the day came, I told it to you, in Edmonton, when this brother Bablitz, I will be very short, on that Saturday he said, Brother Frank, The ministry of Brother Brenham is in the Bible. Should your ministry not also be in the Bible? And I rebuked him. And I told him that he should shut up. How can my ministry be written in the Bible? So really, I cut him short, as one could say. And then we kept on talking. This was on that Saturday in Edmonton, Canada. 
On Sunday morning, the sun was already shining into the room and I was already dressed for the day. I stood up and I reached over to take my Bible and then it happened so clear as you hear my words the Lord stood at the right side of the window and he said my servant I ordained you according to Matthew 24 verses 45 to 47 to give out the food in due season. This is as true as God lives. This is thus saith the Lord. And now we read these verses. Please, Brother Borg, We read Matthew 24, verse 45 and 46. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his Lord has made ruler over his household to give them food in due season? One moment. Let us stop here a bit. Who then is the faithful and wise servant? Until this September day in Edmonton, during the 2000 years, all could have asked, who is it? Who will it be? But since that day, when the Lord addressed me personally, I knew who it is. And here is the point. Please read again of the household that the food is given to the household. Who then is the faithful and wise servant whom his Lord has made ruler over his household, over his household, to give them food in due season? I ask all to respect this word. And whoever does not respect it, Please, close your Bible and go home. Finish. Whoever cannot respect what the Lord said in His Word, please, close your Bible and go home. Here is the point, the most important point before the return of Jesus Christ, our Lord, all of us, especially all ministering brethren, we know the Holy Scripture. They know what is written in 1 Corinthians 
in chapter 12, in chapter 13, in chapter 14, about the ministries in the church. All of, them, all of them, they know what Paul has written to the Ephesians. God has set into the church the various ministries, apostles, prophets, shepherds, teachers, evangelists. These are ministries set by God. But now, now, before the return of Jesus Christ, not every brother can continue in his area like until now. This doesn't work anymore. Now, the revealed Holy Word as the last message, as the spiritual food for the people of God, must be given to the whole household, be it prophets, be it apostles, be it evangelists, whoever he may be, whoever has now a ministry by, from God, will accept that what God has ordained for the household. And whoever does not accept it has no ministry from God. This is the holy consequence which we have to take from this word of God. And whoever is not ready for it, may he just continue like like before. And we all know, dear brothers and sisters, that at the end, the church must be one heart and one soul, that it cannot go into different directions, that it cannot spread various doctrines and interpretations. No, Brother Brenham has seen that the bride got out of lockstep and that it was a witch who led her. But this time is over. The true church is now delivered from any strange influence and is put under the divine influence, the true holy word message, as it was given to our beloved brother Brenham, by God, how it was revealed to him, and how often he said, the message is back to the Bible, back to the doctrine of the apostles, back to the beginning. How often he spoke of the restoration that the Lord remains in heaven until the time of restoration in the church. And then he makes the difference between church and bride. And he says, the bride is called out of the church before she can be presented to the bridegroom. So, dear brothers, 
who you have part now, worldwide, in the proclamation, having part in the giving out of the divine food, which Brother Branham stored in, which since, since 55 years, which we preach for 55 years worldwide, please take this divine commission seriously, renounce all interpretations, be it an interpretation about seven thunders, about all the different heresies, renounce them, only preach what you can preach from the Holy Word. And therefore, the emphasis, once again, dear ministering brethren, God has taken care for it that I was acquainted with the ministry of Brother Brenham for ten years, that I knew him personally, and how often shall I say it, sitting with him at the same table, eating. I was in his house, drinking tea with him. Brothers and sisters, God has really taken care for everything. But because I have made this statement that Brother Brenham did his part and I did my part and the brothers did their part. Therefore, it was necessary to give this clarification. Please, dear ministering brethren, preach the Holy Word. Give out the precious food so that the bride can be brought into lockstep. And when I just may mention this now, when Brother Green told me many years ago that in Tucson are nine different message churches and in all cities, in all countries, so much disunity, so many interpretations, so many directions. God seeks today His household, whom He ordained to pass on that, what we throughout all these years could give out by His grace. And so I ask all so that the bride can be brought into lockstep. And please, let me say this briefly. Before we come back to the word of introduction, don't we notice, don't we see that we arrived in a time in which Matthew 24 is being fulfilled altogether. Wars, rumors of wars, famines, earthquakes, 
pestilences, everything, everything is happening in our time. But the Lord took care for it. And he not only said, when you see all these things, then lift up your heads, for your redemption draws near. He also said that what would happen before the coming of the bridegroom. He foretold it very clearly. And let me also say it here very clearly. It had to come this way. So that, listen closely, so that also the second part of Matthew 24, namely verse 48, to the end, is fulfilled. That the foolish servant thinks by himself, my Lord is far from coming. There is always both. First, God sends his servant, and then somebody comes on the scene who also pretends to be a servant. And the same it was with our Lord, who sowed the seed, and behind him came the enemy and sowed his seed. I say it once again before the living God, the verses 45 to 47 came forth from the mouth of the Lord and were emphasized that refer to me to whom the next verses refer maybe on him to him who visited me who visited me recently he's born in 1960 and he said listen the law is far from coming I guess it will take another 15 years yes there are enough brothers who refer to brother Brenham to the message and who have no idea of what God is doing right now. But instead they mislead the people. God has given a commission. Brother Brenham carried it out. I carried mine out by, that I preached the word And at the time, at this time, we hear what Brother Brenham preached in the 60s and what I preached in the 80s. And the whole world hears and all who are part of the bride, they have part in that what God is doing right now. Blessed and praised be our Lord. Now we come to some verses back, please. We read from 1 John chapter 5 verse 11 and 12. 
And this is the record that God has given to us. Eternal life. And this life is in His Son. He that has the Son has life. And he that has not the Son of God has not life. Amen. That's how it is. God himself gave testimony. Dear brothers and sisters, from the beginning of the New Testament, God gave testimony at the birth in the ministry of our Lord and even at the baptism God himself bore witness and especially about Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior Oh, how precious are the scriptures. We received the adoption of sons and God himself gave testimony of his son. We will read it just now. And he who has the Son of God, he believed the testimony of God, he has eternal life. Oh, blessed and praised be our God. Believe the testimony of God, please. We read from the Gospel of John chapter 8 verse 18 I am one that bear witness of myself and the Father that sent me beareth witness of me wonderful our Lord and Redeemer testified of that what took place and God himself bore witness the son could confirm what the father has said and what took place and the plan of salvation came thus to fulfillment The testimony of the Son was the testimony of the Father. And we are grateful to God for the total conformity. Please, keep on listening. We read from 1 John chapter 5 verse 8 and 9. And there are three that bear witness the Spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree in one. There are three who gave testimony, who bear witness. Our Redeemer went to the River Jordan 
He was baptized and he said, It becometh us to fulfill all righteousness. And thus it happened. And we see the Spirit, the water and the blood, everything belongs together. Be it the baptism, be it the redemption through the blood, be it the spirit baptism, everything belongs together. There are three that bear witness and we agree with the testimony of God. Please. From Matthew chapter 3 verse 16 and 17. And Jesus, when he was baptized, went up straightway out of the water, and lo, the heavens were opened unto him, and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And see, And lo, a voice came from heaven, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Blessed and praised be our God. John could be a witness of that that the Spirit came down in the shape of a dove. He heard the voice of God coming down from heaven. This is my beloved Son. God gave testimony. Blessed be our Lord. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. What a grace that men of God, in this case, John the Baptist, could be present when God gave testimony, brothers and sisters, especially all ministering brethren. God, over and again, He gave testimony and we believe every testimony which God has left unto us. And we are grateful that to us these reports have been kept that we have it black on white we can read what took place this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased let us remember the word of the scripture at the acceptable time I heard you Let us think on 2 Corinthians 6 of the acceptable time of the day of salvation. First, God's well-pleasing had to rest upon the Son of God 
before it could rest on all sons and daughters of God. Let us read on. We read Matthew 17, verse 5. While he yet spake, behold, a bright cloud overshadowed them, and behold, a voice sounded out of the cloud, saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Hear ye him. Thanks be to the Lord God. I most certainly have said it many times. In Matthew 3, this is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. And here, in chapter 17, The text is added, Hear ye him. Let me say, Dear brothers and sisters, He who is born of God, He who is truly born again by the seed of the word, by the Spirit of God, He who has received eternal life, there it has to come to the moment where God's well-pleasing rests on us. It has to come down on us. As certain as we read just now, Hear ye him. So certain all the elect, all who are born again, all who are filled with the Holy Spirit, all who are led by the Holy Spirit, they will hearken to no one anymore but only on Jesus alone. And as it is written that there were Moses and Elijah, but at the end they saw no one else but Jesus alone. Brothers and sisters, not Moses, not Elijah, not Brother Brenham, not Brother Frank, not Paul and Peter. Now the moment has come where all that what these men sent from God preached what they practiced it was summarized in the term end time message and we all know that we arrived at the end and as certain as it is written Hear ye him, so certain, all elect, they will never hear this one or that one, hearkening to this heresy or that heresy, but they will listen and hear him, him alone, who walks amidst the seven golden candlesticks.
Brothers and sisters, we slowly come to the end. I am overwhelmed by the grace of God. And we all know in which time we arrived. Brother Borg, do we have another scripture? We read from Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Amen. It just belongs to it. One cannot preach one single sermon without coming to the core, namely to the precious blood of the Lamb of God, to the blood of the new covenant, to the finished work of redemption on the cross of Calvary. God was in Christ and reconciled the world with himself. We were reconciled with God. And as Brother Brenham emphasized a couple of times, before God we are as if we would never have sinned. The letter of requirements is torn to pieces. The debt is paid for. We can go out freely, justified by faith in the finished work of redemption on the cross of Calvary. Let us once again say in the summary, God had God has given promises for the first coming of Christ and they were all fulfilled. When the time was come, then it happened. John the Baptist came on the scene and he could say, when he was asked in John 1 who he is, he could say, in verse 23, I am the voice of him who cries in the wilderness, prepare ye the way for the Lord. The two scriptures, Isaiah 40 and Malachi 3, verse 1, were fulfilled. The man stood there. And he said, you don't have to ask anymore who it is. I am the voice of him who cries in the wilderness. In the prophet Isaiah, it's only written, a voice cries in the wilderness. And the man of God could say, I am this voice of him who cries in the wilderness. The same with Brother Branham. He could really say, here it is being fulfilled what God said through the prophet Malachi. Behold, I send you the prophet Elijah before the coming of the great and terrible day of the Lord. 
He will turn the hearts of the children back to the fathers. And then the man of God emphasizes, this happened in our time, that the hearts of the children of God were turned back to the faith of the apostolic fathers. He knew to see, he, he knew how to see and to place his ministry. He who has a ministry from God, brothers and sisters, already in the promise in the Old Testament that all the Gentiles would see the glory of God. And what happened? When Paul the man commissioned by God when he carried out his ministry he suddenly says in Acts 13 ye men from Israel to you the gospel the message of salvation had to be preached first but because you reject it therefore we turn to the Gentiles for thus it is written I have set thee to be the light of the Gentiles so that my salvation reaches the ends of the earth what was it? every man of God knew where he was placed by God Should it be different today? Is Jesus Christ not the same yesterday, today and forever? Let us thank the Lord. And please, believe me, I, being the least of all the servants of God, I found grace and I preached the word all over the world. I established the contacts. And now, because I can no more travel, we have the possibility on all the channels worldwide to broadcast the sermons in all languages. And all can hear all can experience their preparation. And let me say this here quickly. We don't live in the time of the calling out. We live in the time of the going in, of the leading in, into every promise which will become a reality in the bride church. God will finish his work as it is written and by grace we may have part in it. I not only want to have preached I want that all who hear now the word of God that they can believe with all their heart And let me make here one remark. There is a German saying, a proverb, 
I trust everyone else to do what I think and do myself. There are people who say, Oh, Brother Frank, he speaks about that the Lord spoke to him. And then comes the question mark. Were you there? Did you hear it? Could it really have happened like that? If you are a liar yourself, you will expect lies from others. If you are true, will expect will expect from others, especially when it's about God's matter, he will expect in him God's truth, in him who preaches God's true word. And until today, I didn't preach and testify anything else but only that what the Lord commanded me. And I'm grateful to the Lord for every instruction, for everything what He said and what He did, and for that what is happening now worldwide. So, may all of the household continue and give out the stored in food that, that, that was given out and especially it was given to the household. May you find grace with God and may you prepare to the people of God a pure holy table only with divine food And as our Lord said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God. So, dear brothers, preach only every word as it came forth from the mouth of God. And as it is written in the Holy Scripture, and the Lord will bless you, and all who listen, and by God's grace, we will worldwide, internationally, at the same time, we will be brought back into lockstep. We will agree with God and His Word. And the Lord God will finish His work. He will send early and later rain. Everything will happen as the Lord promised it. To Him, the Almighty God, be the glory and be all blessed in the name of the Lord. You, who you can believe with all your heart and who receive and who you got revealed the word. Because that's how the Lord asked in Matthew 13, Have you understood all these? May all 
have understood everything rightly. Be blessed in Jesus' holy name. Amen. We stand up for prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your precious word which we heard. Your word is spirit and life. Your word accomplishes for what you have sent it for in them who believe it. We thank you for this sermon, for the wise servant whom you have set into our midst. Heavenly Father, bless your people here in Switzerland, in Austria, in Germany. Bless your people worldwide who hears your word, who believes it and who do accordingly. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you.